Force. 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 The Force will be with you. Always. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your source for everything Star Wars gaming. Each week, your hosts will go over the news, updates, and more that have been happening in the galaxy far, far away. Come join us and our community of like-minded fans as we dive deeper into Star Wars games, past, present, and future, Star Wars lore, and the new shows and movies as they get announced and released. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, and as always, I'm joined by Sydney Laurel. How are you doing? Hello. This episode, we are going to be talking all about... Obi-Wan Kenobi, the teaser trailer that we have. So that, that's what this entire episode is going to be. Just talking about the teaser trailer because we're so hyped about it. Uh, we can yeah. fill the whole episode. Uh-huh. So let's jump right in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. So the first thing that we're going to do in this episode, we're going to talk about and break down our thoughts on the trailer. Or break down the trailer itself. And then we're going to take a break and then we'll jump in and talk about our expectations, our thoughts around it, deeper dives into specific sections, what we like, what we don't like, all that stuff. But first off, it's so good to have John Williams oh and Obi-Wan back. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was like the first thing I said when we were rewatching it. We we're just like, oh, yes, I'm so happy to hear mm-hmm. that music again. Yes. Like, People we know and their themes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. <laughs> it, it's such a great level of just familiarity and almost home. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Really. Truly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I think that's at least for both of us. I know for myself, 100% is I love the vibe of the original trilogy. That is Star Wars for me is the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. It's fantastic. It's just got that great vibe that I love so much, and that's what I think of when I think Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for myself, I would say, well, even though I watched um, the original trilogy first, um, the, what is that? Is that the, the, prequels? the sequels? Like, the, the the true sequels? The original trilogy. The, yeah. A New Hope, yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Yes. With Luke and all that. Yeah. So, even though I watched those first... Um, I feel like my childhood was mostly based on the prequels. Hmm. Those like that's where that's where Star Wars truly resides within me. Interesting. Yeah. Um that was Which is so funny cuz you're 3 years older than me. Mm-hmm. But I But you caught it at that mm-hmm. like prime time. Yep. I mean, I was pretty young when we watched the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um so it didn't quite have the same impact. Yeah, and then when... A New Hope, or um, Phantom Menace came out when you were four. Did it really? Yeah. Wow. Well, I didn't watch it when I was four. <laughs> <laughs> I might have watched the original uh, uh, trilogy Yeah. when I was four. Mm-hmm. But no, the other ones came out when I was in like grade, well, I watched them when I was in like grade one or so. Yeah. It just hit me right in that sweet spot. Uh-huh. Where was, and my, my other sister was also really into it. So we were just... Yeah, those were the three movies that really got us going on Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's so so nice to see all this again. It's like, <laughs> oh my god, my my internal younger self is screaming and like fangirling and all that. So yeah, yeah. 
And I think, too, like, they didn't know how well they landed when they got Ewan McGregor to play Obi-Wan. Like, oh they they did not realize the acting chops won and yeah. how great he is mm-hmm. and as beloved as he is uh-huh. as that character. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah. He cannot. looks so great. Uh, yeah, can we just comment uh, on how beautiful he is? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I shared on Twitter. I was like, clean up on aisle three. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I can't blame you, though. I'm over here on aisle five, so. <laughs> it is so great. Oh, my so gosh. Great. So let's break it down. Yeah. What the trailer is, is it's a teaser, so it's not the full trailer, but I think it, it lands in such a great spot, and I hope that the official trailer doesn't go any more detail, really, in it, mm-hmm. because... I'm intrigued. We see the place that Obi-Wan is in. Mm -hmm. We see the settings. We see the characters that he's going to be interacting with. We see the bad guys and we see him. Something that I do want to point out is it seems like this trailer is, um, or this show is going in the direction of basically Fallen Order. Hmm, how so? Because Cal Kestis is, uh, it's all set after Order 66. He's in hiding. He's on this remote planet. He's trying to hide his abilities. And then he's going to be put into a place Mm -hmm. where he's going to have to show that he is force sensitive. And he's going to be in a situation where he eventually has to light his lightsaber, use the force, and boom. Oh my gosh, the Inquisitors show up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, am I describing Obi-Wan Kenobi or am I describing (laughs) the force or a Jedi fallen order? Who knows? Yeah. It could be either. Yeah. Because the big bads for the show. uh, So it seems. I think we're, I hope that it also gets into like the uh, character development of Obi-Wan where also one of the bad guys he has to overcome is his his self. Hmm. Because in interviews, he has described the characters broken, unsure of where he is mm-hmm. in the galaxy and unsure of what to do. I mean, he's got the task of protecting Luke. Right. But, but we see Luke in there and he's maybe eight or nine. Yeah. So he's been doing this for a little while. Mm-hmm. While the Galactic Empire is and honestly, kind of rebuilding. Doesn't itself. it kind of seem like... Or building itself, yeah. Usually the best thing you can do is just step way far away from these kids like the moment he realizes that oh man they're hunting me Mm -hmm. suddenly you're putting luke in a lot more danger if you were just not even there you know i wonder too if they are even hunting him Hmm. it sounds like it because you think so because the guy says where is he Mm -hmm. i'm assuming that means obi-wan that is an assumption though so who knows i've also heard it theorized that it could possibly be mace windu really yeah i think it's a little bit of a stretch yeah but i I think it'd be cool hmm. i mean i'd be all down for that Mm -hmm. um bring them all back (laughs) yeah so maybe i i think your theory of that they are looking for obi-wan is pretty true because i i'm not as well versed on that particular aspect or area of obi-wan's life in uh legends because i don't know how much we have of it Mm-hmm. I'm going to do some research because I may yeah. write a short on that because yeah. that'd be interesting. Just me personally, I'd like to know that. Um, you need to write that down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've got the podcast. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'll be editing this and I can write it down then. Um, because we we know at least that Obi-Wan is talking with Yoda at the end of the prequels. Right. 
and he has been talking to an old friend of Obi-Wan's, a.k.a. Qui-Gon, about becoming a forced ghost. Yep. So I wonder where in this life cycle that is. Mm. I would assume that he's gone through that training yeah. and has gone through that process already. Yeah. Maybe Qui-Gon comes in every that now and then is like, awesome. yo, bro, what's yep. up? How's it been? Just making sure you're still sane. Uh-huh. Hi. <laughs> Ghost is visiting you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just imagine that Obi-Wan is in this place where he has been on Tatooine for a while. The Empire is rising. The rise of the Inquisitors is happening. Mm -hmm. We have this really volatile time frame for the galaxy. He has this mission that is critical to him and it's critical to the galaxy itself where it's saving. Mm -hmm. But he's also fighting that urge of, yeah, but the galaxy's galaxy's hurting. Yeah. Do I... I have to keep on hiding here, but also do I have to? He's got to? an itch. Yeah, he's got that itch. <laughs> he's got to scratch it. We also see... Um, Can't help it. Exactly. <laughs> we we see the Grand Inquisitor, but mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that later. Um, oh, are we? I mean, we can talk about it now. <laughs> Continue with your thought, though. We see the Grand Inquisitors, but we also see uh, what, I, what I'm super excited about. I mean, we've seen Tatooine in... Mando, we've seen Tatooine, a lot of Tatooine in Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. We, we've seen it quite a bit. And I'm glad that it is not only going to be focused on Tatooine. We yes. do get, hopefully, I've gotten to the point where I hate flashbacks. Really? Like it takes away from the story that they're telling mm-hmm. in a way that I don't think is valuable. Yeah. I think it's overused, mm-hmm. at least in the show so far. Um it was definitely overused in Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, so I hope that those scenes that we see in, I, I've heard discussion and the more I watch it, the more it looks like Nar Shaddaa rather than Coruscant. Hmm. Where, where is that? Have we seen that place before? We have. I think um, I can't. My knowledge of Nar Shaddaa's base level, I'm going to recommend all of us to look it up after this podcast okay. or while you're listening to this podcast. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, but it is a very similar mm-hmm. type of planet. I think it's in SWOTOR. Dang it. We should have been playing so we could be walking around there and <laughs> figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it is in SWOTOR. Um, but I, I just am so glad. That we're actually getting a different planet. Yeah, that we're actually getting a different planet planet uh <laughs> i think we're all really tired of sand planets so seeing that there is kind of an urban space that we're going to be uh adventuring in like looking at and uh we're it, it feels like a lot of the inquisitor stuff is i i do know narshada oh do you? i had forgotten i wrote a short about the origins of the huts Oh. So, according to Wikipedia, Narshada, nicknamed the Smuggler's Moon, was the notorious moon of the planet Nalhada, homeworld of the Hut species. It was home to a large criminal underworld dominated by bounty hunters and Hut crime lords. A Eukonopolis, which means the entire planet is a city, uh, which, according to legends, there's two different stories for Narshada or Narshada or Nalhada. Um, 
where on one of the stories it was a swampy planet and then on the other it's this Eukonopolis, which is the entire city. Hmm. Um, and it, But in the Eukonopolis one, it originally was a swampy planet that they had just built. colonized and yeah. built on top of. Super, Basically, imagine Coruscant, but it's only the deeper underworld levels. Nice. And that's the entire planet. Cool. So that's all that... Speaking my language, mm-hmm. I love that vibe. Yep. I love that cyberpunk esque feel of it. I think it's fantastic. Cyberpunk meets Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I love it when that happens. Oh, it's gonna be so good. So hopefully, it's it's like as it happens to bring to protect Luke, he has to abandon Luke. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fun. Yeah, that's, that's a fun storyline yep. there. I think that's kind of how it's gonna go. But anyway, the teaser trailer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I, I think too like. I think what's so great and I think what the show is going to do very well is it's going it's honoring the video games at least in terms mm. of Fallen Order <laughs> but it's also honoring Rebels a lot. Yeah. So I need to step up my game and finish Rebels. Uh-huh. <laughs> is that what we're watching next? <laughs> I think we're going to have to. Mhm. Just watch that and then get into the whole... Yo, what we should do is we should watch the original trilogy, or we should watch Rebels, Mm -hmm. then the original trilogy, and then we go back to the prequels. So somewhat of a... Okay. At least original release order, but leading up to original release order. So we have to watch Rebels, we have to watch Solo, and we have to watch Rogue One. Right. And then we watch the original trilogy. And then we'll hop back... This will be much more digestible than going through the entirety of the prequels, the Clone Wars, Mm -hmm. and then we get to Rebels. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it's it's honoring that, and I think what's going to be so great is there's going to be a lot more people that are aware of the Inquisitors, Mm -hmm. that they may even take the next step of watching Rebels or watching uh, these other, uh, playing the games. Yeah. Because... Let's just say you're you're someone. This is what's so great about the live action Star Wars shows, is they're reaching a new audience. Mm-hmm. I know uh, a friend of mine. He didn't watch Clone Wars, and I was asking. I was like, "Hey, did you watch Clone Wars?" He's like, "No." I was like, "What did you think of uh, Cad Bane?" He's like, "He was pretty cool. Uh, I didn't really understand fully like what he what was the importance of it because it seemed like he was a big deal." It's like, yeah, he's he's pretty big in Clo- yeah. Clone Wars. <laughs> he's a really awesome character. He's like, yeah, well, I, I didn't really get the get the vibe from him that like he didn't really do a whole lot for right. me there. Yep, it's so like they relied gonna, they relied on his name alone. Yeah, to just be like ah, just to do fan service mm-hmm. or something, but so there I think, was nothing. Yeah, that's the balance that they're gonna have to strike mm-hmm. because so many people. I mean, I know of the Inquisitors from the Force or. <laughs> I know f- it from Fallen Order mainly. Like mm-hmm. that was my big hmm. exposure to it. Interesting. Before even like Rebels. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't get to that point in Rebels. Right. Yeah, Rebels is where mm-hmm. I they found out really about them. go. Yeah, or, they go. Yeah, whole hog about them. Um. So that was my exposure to it, and now obviously after that, I've gotten more exposure to it just by doing research for the shorts that we do. Mm-hmm. Um. But my goodness. There's going to be a lot more people that are asking those questions, yep. like, "Who are these people? Why should I care?" Mm-hmm. So I think they need to strike that balance as well. Mm-hmm. I could fairly easily see them just give the whole story and just be like, "Oh yeah, this is who they are." Blah 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 blah. Like, but I hope they don't I at know, the same I time. Oh, so. I hope it's just kind of a mystery mm-hmm. that everyone's like, 
okay, but no, who are these people? Yeah. yeah. Like you were saying. So I think it'd be awesome. Yeah. Hopefully. Yes. Hopefully. I think it's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the amount of discussions that we're going to be having around the show are going to be really cool. Yeah. It's also a limited series. So it's probably going to be six to eight episodes hmm. somewhere around that range. I think I think it's going to be more towards the six episode range. Is that because they want more seasons or is that like why? Um, I'm not entirely sure. Hmm. I think they want to focus more on the Mandalorian time frame going forward but there's so much hype around this that yeah they need to put something out yeah mm-hmm. also i'm so glad that john williams is scoring this i didn't realize that yeah. so hearing that which is why just... the music's so great not weird like yeah. mandalorian and boba fett mm-hmm. especially boba fett <laughs> yeah thank goodness that does my heart good right I'm like excited. this dude's 90 something <laughs> <laughs> but he still got it <laughs> uh-huh well, and he's really the only guy who can yeah, do that. I mean, like he, everyone else is like, created. I'd really rather not touch what he would do. Like exactly. what he can I mean, do. That's, that's why I think Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian mm-hmm. is so weird with its music is mm-hmm. because they were terrified. If, if you go hardcore, like you have to do something like Gordy Hab does. Mm-hmm. Gordy Hab, yep. incredible composer. Yes. And he has captured... The art of John Williams, what makes John John Williams so great. Yep. And he's implemented that first kind of like learning the backstory through Battlefront 2015 and then composing the score. Basically what he learned from Battlefront 2015, he utilized in Battlefront 2 in developing that score. And then going into Jedi Fallen Order, which, oh my gosh, Jedi Fallen Order music is better than like... I'd. It's better than some of John Williams stuff, honestly. Hmm. Like maybe a controversial opinion, yeah, it's a but controversial. like <laughs> that opening music, yeah. for Jedi Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yep. Like there hasn't been a point in all of the other stuff that they've done where I've gotten so invested in the score as I have with like Gordy Hab stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my Gordy Hab uh, nerd out section. We should <laughs> we should get him on the podcast again. Yeah, I love Gordy Hab. Like yeah. he's such a great guy. I would love to guy. hear his thoughts on. The Mandalorian theme, like music, mm-hmm. and the oh, that'd be a great. That would be, be really fascinating just to hear what he would have to say. Mm-hmm. I may reach out to him and see. Do it, do it, because I want to know. I want to know. That'd be now. so great. <laughs> I would love to just talk Star Wars stuff with yep. him. Like, what do you think about this music? Yep. Like from your music. perspective. Mm-hmm. Like that'd be so great. Yeah. Now let's take a little bit of a break, and we'll be back with our deeper dives, our thoughts on where the show could go as well as some of the stuff we like and we don't like. This podcast is a production of Uplink Media Group. Uplink is a podcast network dedicated to highlighting the love and experience of gaming and pop culture. Check out our other shows, The Battlefield Show, Star Wars Uplink, and The Forge, the Halo Infinite podcast, as well as our YouTube channels for even deeper dives into Battlefield, Star Wars, and more. YouTube.com slash Uplink podcast and StarWarsUplink.com Only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned. Okay. So we, we touched on a little bit in that last section about where we think it will go. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there are going to be any flashbacks? Hmm. You know, I hadn't really thought about it. Um, ooh, I could definitely see there being flashbacks, but, mm-hmm. I, but not 
in the character building way. Like it would just be in like past trauma or something that like just remembering what happened. Yeah. Just to be more clear for audiences that may be new to Star Wars, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I think that I think that would be a good usage of it, like yeah. flashbacks to maybe what has like happened. Order sixty six, exactly. And stuff. Yo, they've got to show Order sixty six. They right? have to, right? Like they have to. They can't not, mm-hmm. right? I mean, come on. Yeah. That's kind of why he's here. They showed like, Order sixty six in Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Which is really weird to think about. Wait, they did? Right? Oh, why? <laughs> what in the world? Okay. We're not talking about Book of Boba Fett right now. We're not talking we're not going into that. <sighs> yeah. So I think I think I think that is a very good point that they would use it in that way. And I think that's pretty good. Yeah. I would I think I would rather them allude to it versus mm-hmm. actually outright saying it. Same. Because um, we don't need that. Yeah. We don't need that hand-holding. We all have seen Order 66 a hundred million times at this point. Mm-hmm. We know what happened. I think it'd be more impactful to see what, how it affected him versus what actually happened to yeah. him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, as long as it is done in a way that it shows his mindset and where he's at now mm-hmm. like but i think it'd be more valuable to do that in the moment versus a fa- flashback because if it's mm-hmm. in the moment we have more of a connection to him in his current state versus yeah. him in the past state yeah because then that's also alluding to how little or how too much he's changed mm-hmm. if we know all of the details right we can draw those lines a little bit clearer hmm. yeah I, I honestly i could really do without the flashbacks because mm-hmm. I just I just want to be with Obi Wan in the since, moment. Yeah, especially <laughs> since it's a limited run series. Like yeah. we don't need flashbacks. Please We're don't gonna fill our time, time with stuff we've already seen. Exactly. Like, give us some new stuff. Mm-hmm. Just just let me have my hand held by Daddy Obi Wan Kenobi and let me just walk on through because that's all I want. Daddy Wan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Change things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the Grand uh, Inquisitor? Inquisitor? The Grand Inquisitor. Um, Little bald round boy. Yeah. Um, it's a one. Yes. I want to say something nice about it. Good. I like that they're trying to go more practical with mm-hmm. most of their effects. Yep. I think that's good. Yep. But I think they aren't taking the next step. They're like, oh, we're going to do it practical. Yeah, but you also have to make sure it honors what one has been in the past. You know the like snivelly guy that looks like his teeth are made out of wood. Yeah, that General yeah. Grievous talks. To. That's they are the same species. Oh my gosh! So we see what? the same species right. in Star Wars, yeah. and they look drastically different. They do. look the exact same mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, that, yeah, that, that changes, changes the perspective, That right? does, yeah, because it's like, okay, if you've already done something before in the canon, mm-hmm. in filmmaking, in all this, why can it not be replicated? Yeah. <sighs> hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I Just a little bit more effort, and mm-hmm. I think it would have been great, because yeah. basically what they did is they put a bald cap on him, added some texture, and added... Um, the markings that he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny because 
I the first time I saw the um, the teaser, I knew I recognized him, mm-hmm. but I couldn't place it. My first reaction, <laughs> it was I'm so like, funny, was wait, like, oh. I know this guy. I mean, I know I'm supposed to know who this yeah. is, but I don't know who this is because he doesn't that, look yeah, anything that, like him. That was my thing. I was like, I think he's... <laughs> The Grand Inquisitor? Yeah. It wasn't until he t- the lightsaber shot that I was like, oh, wait. No, uh-huh. I know. That's sad. Yeah. That is ridiculous that the lightsaber is what makes me realize who he is instead mm-hmm. of just how he looks. Exactly. Come on, guys. Yeah. It's almost the Cad Bane thing. Yeah. Where it's like, Ugh, there's just something about it that makes me uncomfortable because it's not alien enough. You know? Like, the, I don't know. Close. Not quite hitting the mark. Mm-hmm. Also, um, it's Jason Isaacs, I think, plays Mr. Malfoy mm-hmm. in Harry Potter. Um, he plays the voice of him in Rebels. Mm. Does a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. I think he nails the the menacing uh, intelligence yes. of the Grand Inquisitor very well. Mm-hmm. They recast him completely. Yeah. One, I didn't notice it until this most recent watch through. And I was like, oh, his voice. <laughs> yeah. They uh, they did this with Master Chief. With the, the show, the new show. Oh, they re- no. I'm getting very heavy Master Chief vibes. How do you, how do you recast Master Chief's voice? You shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's the answer Ooh, to that question. That's bad. And I think... I'm I'm getting similar vibes to that because I don't feel any menace from him. Uh-huh. Every time I see him, I'm like, <laughs> he looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And that's, that's not true. good. Yeah. That's not going to be great. Mm-hmm. If you're already coming into that with this, like, mm, yeah, you're just a little foamy guy, you know, like, that's, mm-hmm. that's not good. Hmm. Yeah. No, I definitely noticed the voice. I noticed, and not just the voice, but how he spoke. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. It's forced. It's choppy and it's not, it's it's almost like he's trying to be menacing, but it's not working. Uh-huh. Like someone didn't go up to him and be like, okay, no, that's not working. He just yeah. went along with whatever he was doing and it's like, eh, mm-hmm. it's not working. It's like if I talk like this all the time. <laughs> it's not quite that bad, but it's uh-huh. still. But it's that, like, that dichotomy of uh-huh. this is something I know already mm-hmm. intrinsically of how this character is supposed to be like. Mm-hmm. And they have forced a person who does not have that in them yep. to try to replicate it. Mm-hmm. At least the Cad Bane guy tried. Yeah, I, really think, I think they did a they, good yeah. job. And like we, we went through a very nitpicky <laughs> section of the podcast. <laughs> and listening back to it, it was like, man, we did only focus on the negative stuff. Mm-hmm. But like Cad Bane, I think they did a fantastic job of like we had minor thoughts and changes that we would like to see. Right. But overall, I think they yeah. did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, this, will... on the other hand, I don't I don't see many redeeming qualities of. Yeah. Just the fact that he is in there. Mm-hmm. I like that the character is in there. I don't necessarily like the implementation of that character. Yeah. I do want to say, though, I am kind of excited to see what this um, lady Inquisitor... I'm super like. excited to she see her, too. tank, and it's like... Oh my gosh, it's I think she's gonna be way more menacing than the Grand Inquisitor yeah, is. She looks scary. So uh-huh. I am excited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ooh. I, I, it's gonna be neat to see a female 
bad guy right in, with that in, much power with that I much power in so this great. role yeah going after kenobi like that's it's cool mm-hmm. i'm excited yeah, i think she, from what we saw in that snippet of the trailer i think she's do, gonna do a good job with that mm-hmm. so fingers crossed because she looked to be doing a really good job of mm-hmm. holding that role and holding that point because you also have to think about it she is on screen with obi-wan flipping kenobi mm-hmm. and that's huge she's on screen with ewan mcgregor yeah who is a fantastic actor Freaking in his own legend. right right yeah he has done such a good job of surpassing star wars which is not always the case mm-hmm. like you can't always go from something like a big IP like Marvel or Harry Potter or Star Wars and be able to Lord of the Rings even yeah, uh, and still have a viable varied career. Mm-hmm. And Ewan McGregor has done that. Oh yeah. Big time. So I think they did a really good job of casting someone who could carry that weight mm-hmm. of that role of someone who's on the same screen as Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah. So far. I mean, we haven't heard her voice. <laughs> To be I think fair. we did. Uh, I don't think so. I think so. Mm-mm. Was she like yelling or something? Or that was the other Imperial lady. I don't think we've heard any of them. Other than... Someone in there was like him. yelling orders. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think so. Well, it wasn't quite the same effect. <laughs> <laughs> as this is, as it the, didn't uh, stand out. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, really excited for the show. Uh, I think it's going to be a good break, too, from all of the Mandalorian era stuff that we've been getting. Mandalorian has a lot of that uh, inspiration from the original trilogy because it is following up the original trilogy. Right. But this is having the characters and some of the vibe of the prequels, as well as getting the flavor of the beginnings of the Empire. Mm-hmm. And seeing the strength there. Something that I, when I first watched the teaser, something that I really felt was this fear. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, is this going to be yeah, another look- Boba Fett? Like, it it, it it consumed me. I was I couldn't quite enjoy it. Yeah, like, are they going to ruin this character like yeah. they did Boba Fett? Yeah, so I'm... I'm a little bit hesitant to mm-hmm. and I'm trying not to get my hopes up because I don't, I don't think I don't think you and McGregor would let them. No, but I still can't get my hopes up because I I'm just I'm so scared that like I can't look happen at and old footage of Boba Fett and think like, oh, man, he's so cool because he's not cool. I know. He's not cool anymore. I know. I just I don't want them to ruin my childhood. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. Yeah. And, like, I will say they didn't necessarily, like, ruin is a strong word to be used with Boba Fett, who didn't really have that much. They ruined my idea of what Boba Mm -hmm. Fett is. I will put it that way. But I do have a strong emotional connection with Obi-Wan. Yeah. So. There's a lot. That that would be a ruin if Mm -hmm. they mess up Mm Obi-Wan. Yeah. I really don't think they can. Mm Mm-hmm. But. I'm still concerned. I have yeah, my concerns. Exactly. And it's I, always in the back of your head too. Yeah. And I can't necessarily pinpoint where those concerns are. I'm just, I just, I coming out of the Mandalorian and Boba Fett um, TV shows, it's just like, oh, 
<laughs> this could be bad. It could be. It could yeah, be there's bad. There's always the chance. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> if you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, so pumped around the Obi-Wan Kenobi teaser. I am both excited and also scared that they'll show too much when they show us more, mm-hmm. but I also want to see more. So right. there is always this battle between... Mm-hmm what i want and also what i want <laughs> <laughs> yes it's true though it's like you want you want all of it and then at the same time you want just this good know, story that yeah, i want to know as little as possible yeah. but i also want to know as much as possible mm-hmm. yeah you want that balance <laughs> yeah that we haven't seen in a little while and i think they nailed it with the teaser mm-hmm. so hopefully that that i know i really hope they don't show much else because mm-hmm. i feel like it's almost too much already just show a couple more scenes and all of those scenes that we've already gotten mm-hmm. and put them in a different order. Right. And that I'd be fine with Pretty that. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that's it for this episode of the podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. If you'd like to support us, you can do so on Patreon. Uh, if you'd like to support us completely free, leave us a review and share this podcast with your friends. It helps us a ton. Let's us reach new audiences and uh, gives us your feedback. Really, really appreciate that. We post podcast episodes every Sunday, so make sure that you are following or subscribe so you don't miss an episode and it automatically gets delivered to your podcast feed. Completely free. It's free to subscribe. It's free to follow. Don't have to worry about that. It just keeps you up to date. As always, thanks for listening. And may the force be with you. <laughs>